Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, well, hi there. This is Lonnie. Um, I'm the co-host of this podcast that I do with my girlfriend. It's called I Only Like You. Um, we just did a little practice run. We called it episode 00. So it's not official. So if it's bad, if you don't like it, you know, you can come back and we'll get better. We might not get better. It might still be me mumbling and Sinead singing songs, but what's wrong with that? I only like you, I only like you. You're the only one I like in the world, yeah. It's not great. I only like you. You are the only one I like in the world. I only like you. Funny as a why don't we just play that back to see? I only like one. you. I only like you. You are the only one in the world that I like you. This is I Only Like You, a podcast of two people who hate everyone. That's nice. We don't hate everyone else. We pretty much. <laughs> we don't. kind of hate everyone else. <laughs> I'm Lonnie. This is. Sine. You could say. I could. I thought I was Okay, in. sure. It's like when you write a card and then you get, you know, love, comma, and then you get the person to write their own name. That's what you did there, just in a verbal form. It's exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are boyfriend and girlfriend um, for a while now. It's going steady. I'm going steady. Well. Is it the 50s? <laughs> Bonnie and I had an experience earlier today where we're at the shops, our local uh, shops, shopping centre. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were just sorting something out at the bank, like couples do. <laughs> <laughs> couples do. You don't go to the banks anywhere else, do you? You can go to the bank on your own. You don't I have guess. to be as part. You don't have to be part of a couple to go to a bank here. No, it's not it's- like. <laughs> no entry unless there's two or more of you. No, but we're sorting out a joint matter um, at the bank. It was an incorrect charge in our joint account. We can probably say that. Okay. $41.70. It was, yeah, $41.70. <laughs> and it had been refunded to us twice. Yes. So, so we went to tell them. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. We've got... We were there. We were in the waiting room at the little side bit where they put you in your seat and they're like, someone will come out and speak to you soon. Mm-hmm. A woman came in. To set the scene, (laughs) (laughs) this is important. Yes. She was, I wouldn't say the most eccentrically dressed woman I've ever seen in my life. She was approaching eccentric though. But there was a red headband. She had a tattoo behind her ear. Did she really? Like like in this sort of. What was it of? On the neck sort of area. I like to think it was about like peace. I'm not sure. I think it might have been like a musical symbol or like a Chinese symbol. Very bohemian sort of looking. Yeah. Anyway, she came in and was, we overheard her explaining to the, 
lovely fellow who was greeting everyone, mm-hmm. that there'd been charges or something on her account. And she, since she doesn't normally go to this branch of the bank. No. Then she sat down and then she us. said, too many charges, just too many charges. They charged me $80 in fees or something. Yeah. $5, I think. Oh, well, it was $5 this week, but maybe it was oh. more. And we were I like. wasn't taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we were like, ha ha, yeah, okay. Back to our phones trying to. Then she said, oh, this is a good branch. The one in the city is really good. Do you know the one in the city? Yeah, I mistakenly engaged her and was like, oh, is that the one, you know, the big one? The mall. Near the mall. You know the mall and there's the one over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all we'd said to her. We're just agreeing with what she was saying, basically. Then she went on a rampage about how times are tough out there. Unless you're a millionaire. Or you've won the lotto. Or you've won the lotto. <laughs> and she proceeded to say that if she won the lotto, she'd pay off some people's mortgages. She didn't say whose mortgage. Just some people. Well, she'd just go find the first person she saw. I, I feel like we're not conveying the... In- <laughs> Are we just coming across really <laughs> shitty people who don't want to talk to it anyone? It doesn't sound as annoying. You know, put it this was way. really annoying. And we were trying to be polite, but mm. also trying not to continue the conversation. But I'm sorry, what what in your mind as a stranger goes, this other stranger who's in a similar situation to me in the bank wants to hear every in and out of my, you know, problem, my situation. Maybe she just wanted to connect with another human. Maybe she had cancer. Maybe her husband left her and she was alone. Maybe, I feel like a real dick. Maybe we're the first people who smiled at her all week. She was annoying though. Like she was she, really chatty. Yeah. And then we left and we well, were like, a little smile. And she's like, have a great day. Well, I, what I didn't like was the fact that she engaged us as if we had been, had been talking already. See, that was the key thing. She started mm. the conversation by sitting down and continuing as her, if we were in the middle of a conversation. Yeah, that put me off. There was no hello. There was no, oh, both here at the bank. There was none of that. It was just straight into it, which I just feel like that kind of familiarity isn't appropriate. She didn't earn our trust. She didn't. Here we are, three strangers, two strangers. You and I aren't strangers. A couple and a person who are strangers. To each other. Two parties. (laughs) (laughs) Strange to each other. This is not best podcast. There's, There's a guy. Um, he used to work with my parents, um, and he's a he's a, that sort of guy. He has a conversation. He starts at nine o'clock in the morning, ends at five o'clock, and just uh, different people walk uh, in as he's talking. Uh, um, he remember also my parents were teachers, and was at the school I was at, and he came in to supply once one of the teachers one of the classes I had. And at the end of the lesson, he um stopped me as I, we were leaving. It was like you know, three o'clock to leave. Yeah, and he just pulled out this brochure of a of a rivers tour of England, like you, you know, what? Go, like you go on a boat around England and all, you know, yeah, rivers and whatever. And he just started telling me about the trip he'd just been on, and he'd been here and been there. I didn't oh, have anything to say. He's lonely. He had no one to talk to. He's fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Never been to England. I didn't even know him that well. Never been on a river. <laughs> I was just starting to say, oh, okay. <laughs> so I think the theme is uncomfortable small talk. Where the other person doesn't think it's small talk. I'm not against meeting strangers and being nice to people. I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like we met that guy Ian once at the movies. Oh, Ian. Ian is, every time Lonnie mentions Ian, 
you have to follow it with, oh, Ian. Yeah. He's the sweetest old man. We went to this free movie showing at the library. Mm -hmm. He was there, quite an elderly gentleman, very dapper, on his own. Loved a little chat, but not an annoying chat, just yeah. like a cute little chat, you so know? I think he said hello at first. I mean, like, he, did. he gave us the option to not be in the conversation. He greeted. He was sitting next to me. There were free chips being passed around, like little packets of chips. It's a pretty good night, really. <laughs> and we just passed him. I passed him one, and he didn't like the flavour or something, or he mentioned something. He's like, are there any chicken twisties? And I said, oh, I'll, I'll get you some, Ian. So I went and got him some chicken twisties, and then... He had some trouble opening his packet, so I helped him open it, and we had a bit of a chat about the movie. It was a movie, Kramer vs. Kramer. He thought that the young boy should have got the Oscar, not not Dustin Hoffman. He thought he was amazing, and Ian was lovely, and we never met Ian again. We never saw him again. We had this brief encounter. See, this kind of stuff I love, this sort of like, you know, a stranger and we're strangers and like crossing paths in this similar situation, and we have this great interaction that then just fleeting and it reminds you of your fleeting existence on earth and we'll never see Ian again and he'll never see us but we remember him you know but this woman today she's not in that category she's in the category of annoying people who you don't want to talk to this is what happens see what's the difference well I'll come back to that in a second mm. because if we come back the next week at the next movie showing that there and we would have been like well to the guy running it, you know, is Ian here? You know, the older guy who was here last week? And they would have been like, there was no older guy here last week. And then we would have found out that, you know, a guy called Ian had died there or something, and the Ian we saw was a ghost. Why would this have happened? Because that's, that's <laughs> how stories work. I don't think that's how stories work. <laughs> we, we did meet a nice old man named Ian. Or did we? No, but we did. We did, yes, right. <laughs> I don't really understand. No, but that, that's just like a little story. It was a joke, really, the whole story. I, was even, oh. I wasn't saying that actually would happen. Yeah. Good, good joke. Um, it works better when you laugh at my jokes. Well, it works better when your joke's funny. Well, it works better when... People can't see that. <laughs> <laughs> I just tipped the table over. You <laughs> didn't. You mimed tipping the table over. As in, uh, to express your outrage. Hmm. Anyway, back to your point. Yes. What's the difference between lovely old Ian? Elderly. Yes. Senior Ian. <laughs> <laughs> and crazy woman from today. I think it's two things. Craziness? <laughs> yes, I guess so. <laughs> Ian was nice and gentle. Kind heart. Kind soul. <laughs> crazy lady. Well, she wasn't mean, though. She wasn't no, like an evil person. No, but she just, person. like... Came in brandishing about, well, you know, yes, very yes, loud, think, very outspoken. Yeah, I think it was that Ian offered us a conversation and his friendship and to talk. She just assumed that she, we could just sit there and be involved in her life, you know. She spoke at us too. Yeah, she there didn't was ask no how we were. Conversation or, or anything. Yeah. Whereas Ian, there was lots of back and forth. There was a strong connection. Oh, Ian, I miss you so much. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. 
post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Zane dead. Probably. Been three years now. It makes almost. me really sad every time I think about Ian. Yeah. We should go back there. Maybe he's gone back there every week since. Trying, trying to, see to see us. us. <laughs> trying to replace his grandchildren who died in a fire. Oh, Jesus Christ. How egotistical <laughs> are we? <laughs> Ian loves us so much. He can't wait to see us again. Speaking of overly friendly people, overly friendly person is the protagonist of Money Monster. That's the worst segue. <laughs> Honestly, that's worse than Pete's segues on the project. Not saying something. Yeah, they're pretty bad, aren't they? Anyway, we thought that what we do as a recurring thing in each podcast is to talk about a – Lonnie and I love movies. We love watching movies. And there's lots of movies that we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. So we thought we'd talk about a movie that either has been newly released that we've seen in the cinemas mm-hmm. or one that we hadn't got around to seeing yet, like a classic, or one that one of us had seen and one of us hadn't. Do you reckon there are more movies that we haven't seen than we have seen? Yeah, definitely. Sometimes never- I think about the – fact that we're never going to be able to see every movie ever made in our lives it's not going to happen i reckon it's like something like it's 400 movies made in hollywood every year something right like so that. we've been around and 20 20-ish years ish years let's say well some of us some of us are older than others <laughs> <laughs> yes but what's 20 times 400 i don't know if it is 400 i thought it was like it's like two or three a week in hollywood so about that there's no way you could ever catch, like, keep up with it. Well, I think you'd have to watch how many? Is it 24 hours a day? Say you have to sleep for like six hours and do other stuff for like at least two hours. Well, you have to work and earn money. No, no. If you had a job or something, I you, guess had, so, yeah. you had the capability, a trust fund or something, to just watch movies all day, every day. But the thing is, that's just the movies that have been made in your lifetime. That's not even the movies that have been made during your parents' lifetime or like. Well, movies have been around for like 100 years. So. You're never going to see them all. Because it's just it's just the movies, say one hundred and what, ten years movie worth of movies versus movies that we made in our lifetime. What do you count as a movie? Everything on YouTube and stuff as well, like. Well, no. See, I think you'd have to count like feature films, wouldn't feature you? Feature films. It's a lot. Yeah. What about all the ones in like Chinese and stuff that we can't? We'll see foreign language. That's a whole other ball game, isn't it? Anyway, the movie that we've seen. <laughs> this is a big we... topic. <laughs> made Lonnie very anxious about this all. <laughs> the movie we saw this week that we thought we'd talk about is Money Monster, directed by Jodie Foster, as uh, said by the old lady in front of me at the cinema, oh, Jodie Foster directed this. How can you not know that before going into a movie? Oh, my God. Some people just go and watch movies. They don't read about them and mark them as much as we do, Yeah, I but you, how do you not know? Well, this one they probably would have just seen, oh, George Clooney's in it. And, That's oh. something that we can speak about, actually. Do I save it for another one? Okay. What What is it though? Just a little teaser. It's annoying people in cinemas, especially <laughs> old people. I have a curse, <laughs> a magnetic attraction in my body that attracts crazy old talkative people to me in cinemas. 
doesn't matter where we sit, doesn't matter which cinema we go to, there is always a crazy person who speaks throughout the movie. And you know what? You can't say anything because they're old. You're looking forward to that? When you get I'm older? actually, oh, I thought you meant looking no. forward to talking about it. No, when you get older, to be that old person. No, I would never ruin a movie experience for someone else. Mm. Anyway, the yes. movie. What um, do you think of the movie? Did you like it? It did. Um, I haven't read a whole lot about it yet. I've got a couple of reviews and stuff. Um, and the general thing I read and I kind of agree with is that it set up a really interesting topic and interesting story. But, you know, to to borrow a boxing sort of term, it didn't quite land the final blow, the really the, the knockout blow for me. Mm. Kind of set a lot of interesting things up, but and then the follow-through just sort of, I don't know, it was a bit formulaic, a bit just happened, the ending for me. Um, compared to a lot, like other movies, similar sort of movies, that I've got the same sort of topics, same sort of setup and whatever, I don't know. Nothing really surprised me, nothing really, you know, blew me away at the end. Yeah, I suppose I get what you're saying. There weren't, it was quite predictable. I feel like the end, big end moment where the bad guy's supposed to get caught didn't really have, it was just kind of there. It wasn't this big thing. It was just mm. kind of like, I don't know, I think, I think it was trying to do something good. The acting was really great. Yeah, the I, was great. I liked some moments of it, you know, that I didn't expect to happen. I, I felt like maybe similar, we've spoken about this previously, I feel like it kind of went against a lot of things common to the genre yeah. And kind of turned them on its head, but at the same time became a bit of a cliche of the genre. Yeah. Whilst trying to, well, I think be a bit different. I think it was trying to be better than it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was That's it, not necessarily a bad thing that at oh, least no. they were trying. Yeah, but I well maybe to rephrase that slightly, it thought it was a smarter movie than it was. Yeah, I'd agree. You know with what that. I mean? Like it, it was definitely trying to be better than your average sort of popcorn action to mm. flick but I don't know it didn't quite get there for me but it, I think it kind of thought it was getting there in terms of of films about the financial crisis and all that kind of thing did you mm. prefer this one or the big short well I well I know in, in this one it, it it just used the financial crisis to a as a setting for this sort of it action did. It thriller wasn't, wasn't necessarily about that was it and it was but, more on a personal level I'd say Rather than the big shot was looking at the inside. Well, I felt angry after watching the big short about what had happened, you know, mm. and what, what the bankers have done and still doing and might happen again, the GFC. This one, I think it could have been about any sort of financial crisis and it would have been, you know, it, could, it could, wouldn't even have to be about the GFC in general. Yeah. I guess it wasn't necessarily about. No, there were 20. allegories to it though. And, yeah. And, you know, I think there was just a larger sort of idea of, the little guy being screwed over by the big guy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, I mean, it probably got made because of the GFC sort of mm. climate that we're in, but um, post-GFC, yeah, I'm still, I don't think I watch it again, but I, I, I'm glad I saw it, this one. You don't think you watch it again? No, I don't see hmm. why. I'd watch it again. Okay. I'd watch it again. I'd be interested to see what else Jodie Foster does as a director. Yeah, so she's directed a couple other things, I think. Mm. Um she directed one with 
Mel Gibson a couple of years ago. I think it sort of got buried because it was during the whole oh, Mel, Mel Gibson. Oh, the the beaver or something. He's the beaver yeah. or something like that. He's, yeah, he's gone crazy. He trained something else back in the 90s, I think. No, I don't think I've ever seen a Jodie Foster film. She's just passing by. Mm. It was enjoyable, though. I, I kind of, I think I might have enjoyed it more than you did. Mm. It, it kind well, of felt to me really similar to movies that, like, my dad used to watch in the 90s, like mm. those kind of thriller, like mm. Phone Booth. Do you ever see that? Uh, I know. I know. I those seen kind of movies. And the one where the kid gets taken, not that that's anything to do with Money Monster. It just had that kind of feel of just a really, like, old school kind of thriller. I felt like... I kind of agree with what you were saying about its execution. I feel like it was trying to be really clever and trying to be really groundbreaking, but mm. in the end it sort of boiled down to just another thriller. Like, Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. It needed something else at the end to sort of make it. Mm. Okay, so do you want to score it out of five? Do you want to distill the whole movie into a rating? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think I'd give it like maybe a three and a half. Okay. I'd, I'd, I'd probably give it as a three out of five. Yeah. You know. I, I guess the biggest recommendation is whether you should go watch it. Probably I would recommend you go see it. But I think, it, yeah, it's worth seeing. I think probably not, probably every not movie Oscars. is worth seeing. Well, but... yeah, most movies, have got, it's got something worthwhile to see, I think, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's not. it's not. A nothing movie. There is something there. Maybe just the, the execution of it wasn't 100%. That's all. Definitely. At the moment, we're halfway through watching Aaron Brockovich. Halfway through because I <laughs> fell asleep last night. <laughs> oh, we were halfway through the movie. I've seen it before. Lonnie hasn't. First 45 minutes are good. <laughs> um, Lonnie saw a talk with the real Aaron Brockovich. I, I had a um, photo with her, actually. Yeah. Did you? Don't know where the photos got to. Yeah, but good. Oh, I saw a talk. It probably would have made sense to watch the movie before I actually. Probably, so you actually knew what was going years, on. <laughs> five years ago, I don't really remember. So it's been a real Julia Roberts filled week then. For us. It has, yeah. I do really like her. I know. I haven't, you know, I haven't seen everything she's been in, but. Runaway Bride, great movie. Yeah. Pretty Woman, great movie. I seen those. Oceans, Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> she's in that, isn't she? She no, she's in. 12 or 13, I think. No, she's in the first one, isn't she? Oh, yeah, she's, yes, sorry, she's as Tess. Two, the bit where she pretends to oh. be herself. What's that That's one? really weird. That's yeah, weird. that's really silly. I'm glad people can yeah. hear our thoughts about Ocean's 12. <laughs> How many years after it's come out? <laughs> well, that's another episode of I Only Like You. See you next week. See you next week, where we're going to be talking about... We don't know yet. Okay. Anything. That's the mystery. Ooh. It could be anything. Well, if you hate people as much as we do, <laughs> tune in next week. That's pretty much the <laughs> like the slogan. That's, that's good. If you hate people as much as we do. That's a good ending then. Oh, sorry. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started.